<clears throat> We're closer oh now. God, that's not okay. I just like cuddled the bottom of his foot with my hand. Speaking of feet, welcome to Interstellar. That's what we're talking about today on Cinebris. And today I have Kyle. Hello. Shoebucks. Hi there. And Brian, like usual. Yes. So, uh, we're going to try to do a shorter summary, so it's a very easy, easy plot in this one. Yeah, totally so, easy. Right. Matthew McConaughey is Cooper, and Cooper is an engineer, but we're in a post-apocalypse kind of thing. Where they've it's, had too many engineers. Yeah, that was the problem. Yeah. And now everyone's, everyone's a farmer because everyone's dying and the crops are dying out. So they're like, hey, we need a plan to get humanity saved. Hey, you got magically brought to the secret NASA, so we're going to send you into space against kind of your children's will. Note, he is also well, a pilot. He was the greatest pilot to ever live, apparently. I don't know if it was yeah. that. Who's, who had been in a crash assist. at yes. one point, but that actually doesn't... I mean, rolled... He's never afraid because of that. It's like one nightmare yeah, to establish that nightmare. he was a pilot. Anyway, My second note is Matthew McNightmares. Okay. There it is. Yeah, Good, we've got that out of the way. And, uh, he, he ascends into the heavens with a scrappy team of scientists with yes. NASA to uh, discover new life and start anew. They hit a worm sphere. Worm? Oh, yeah, okay. That is, or I guess it's not really orbiting. It's by Saturn. Yeah. It is orbiting because it doesn't like go through Saturn. Good point. <laughs> they looked pretty sick anyway. So they go Which through. Super sick. <laughs> and there's three planets. Uh, the first planet they visit. Oh, these three planets have been like identified as probable, possible. They've possible. been scouted by a future party. Thanks. Yes. Thanks. You mean past party? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, so they go to the first planet. It's filled with water and super close to a black hole. They call Gargantua. 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 That's the one. Um. And so it has super tall waves Tidal in the forces water. forces are huge. Yeah, yes. massive. Like mountains. Uh-huh. They did mistake them for mountains. Um, and Love the time, because they're so close to the back black hole, time dilation happens, and one... An hour on that planet is equivalent of seven years on Earth. Which, for some reason, Kyle has a hard time... No, I understand it's it now. hard I, time. I wasn't thinking... I, I should back this up. <laughs> they lose I'm... a lot of time. Move on. <laughs> back up They say... fuck up and lose 23 years. <laughs> we should start... Everyone does that. Most of us have pretty decent knowledge in fields of biology and physics and engineering. I'm terrible at biology. I know about I'm, law, but... and that's it. <laughs> the only thing I know about biology is ants. Oh, uh, thanks. Yeah. Like, what about them? They have shells. This isn't the Ant-Man podcast. Just like turtles. Anyway, (laughs) can you tell which one of us likes biology? So they get off that planet. Turns out they lost like 23 years or some shit like that. 23 years, four months, eight days. Yes. Yes. And also a scientist. Yes. And a scientist. Seneca Crane. He... (laughs) What's his actual name? I don't know. Doyle? Wes Bentley. Okay, that's the actor. Yes. Um, Okay. But Doyle. Dr. Doyle. He gets washed away. He's dead. He did. He did. Anyway, so they're like, okay, this next plan, where do we go? Um, and Anne Hathaway wants to go to this planet where her lover is so they could start Edmund. repopulating there. Edmund's yeah. planet. But Matthew McConaughey and the other guy are like, oh, hell no, we gotta go to... Plot point, love's huge in this movie. The man, yes. the man planet. Okay, so this is where, I guess I'll kind of wait, anyway, I'll wait till we're done to so, interject so that point. Th- they go to the man planet. Man and planet. An icy nightmare realm. Yes. That place is hilarious. Yeah. Oh my god. Jesus. Frozen, frozen clouds. Frozen clouds. Solid frozen clouds. Like, Instead really solid. Gaseous frozen clouds. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what I mean. No. 
And I don't. It's like a ceiling. Like it's a that hailstorm. kind of solid. Okay. Because I mean, they to... bounce off of it. That wing dips down noticeably when they hit that. I mean, it broke off a piece. Yes. Okay. That's so, I don't. I don't get the degrees of solid. I'll try so and anyway, later. <laughs> all the scientists and their robot friends go down and Tars. resurrect Tars. Matt Damon from his watery amniotic tomb. That is a good definition, too. Oh my too. god, that's perfect. <laughs> Cries immediately. And then yes. there... Because he's a little bitch. So while this has all been happening, back on crazy old Earth, um, Matthew McConaughey's daughter, cool. Murph... Murphy. 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 Is Murphy. Named Murph. After Murph, Murph is, is the nickname. Yes. So Murphy is a scientist, kind of hates her dad, and her brother Tom well, she, a farmer. Is she a scientist or a mathematician? Whatever. Or physicist. She's a, she's a theoretical Math physicist. is a type of science. What he said. Anyway. The subtitle to this movie should be, well, it should be Interstellar. Tars and Cooper. Adventure <laughs> in space. <laughs> I was going to say, go fuck yourself, Tom. Because that's basically what happens yeah, to Tom the poor kid. Fun. Tom is... Anyway, so she's working with the dad of uh, Anne Hathaway, Doctor Brand, to to figure out to figure out the gravity formula and figure out how to get him back. So no, 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 it's to to get get the station off Earth. Yeah, yeah, because NASA has built this giant space station out of concrete. Yeah, that's that's what the formula is for. It's a it's a gravitation manipulation field. Yep. Yep. Anyway, so... Um, I wonder who likes physics here. So Michael Caine, <laughs> on his you. deathbed, was like, Yeah, I lied. Lol, he it's loves, impossible. He, Reading now, this one to be poem. Fair, what? Go for it. I don't know what the poem is. It's Do Not, do not Go don't, Gentle don't, Into That Good Night. It's a Dylan Rage Thomas Against poem. the Comics... What? What? Rage Against Rage, the... Dying of, of the Light? The dying of the Light. Fuck all of you guys and your unread illiteracy. Oh, sorry. I don't have the time to read shitty Irish poets all the time. You go and you go and spoon James Joyce once we're done. Take that, Taylor Swift. Oh, thank you, Ulysses. (laughs) Just like that. No, fuck you. Uh, So, what what were we talking about? That was a hardcore derail. So, in the in the Finnegan's wake of that detour, (laughs) oh, uh, we're gonna jump back on. So, back on Icetopia, um, oh, holy Matt shit. Damon's like, yeah, we, you know... There's life, right? I yeah. Mean, it's below. Let me go take you to the totally convincing... Uh, Ice pit of you know, sun. Utopia. I also took apart my equivalent of TARS, so don't touch him, please. Mm-hmm. Kip. Kip, Kip. Yeah, like Brannigan. And... Oh, yeah, ooh. Futurama reference, damn. And then they go down, and That's Matt right. Damon's, like, talking really creepily and yes. pseudo-philosophically. And he... Friend? Caesar can explain the next part. I wasn't... What did you say? We're at it's philosophical about, yeah. Matt Damon. Yeah, he's walking with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah. So they're walking around, and he's, like, being weird and just talking at Matt, Matthew McConaughey about how humans are. And then they start fighting with their hands. <laughs> That's how Caesar has been explaining this movie for months. Yeah. I've yep. been waiting because Kyle has fucking watched it. Ooh. But anyway, so yeah, Matthew McConaughey is like, he gets beaten. Yes. And Matt Damon go, goes to hijack his ship and go back to the what Endurance. It's, it's more of a. Know. He's trying to he's trying to take the ship, but he's like, well, my ship kind of works anyway. But Anne Hathaway rescues. Uh, yes. Matthew McConaughey. I'm bad with character names, so I'm just doing actors. Cooper. Uh, Cooper. 
Ben. What? What was her name? Cooper oh, and Brand. 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 We're doing it again, Kyle. Oh, whatever. Brand and Tars are like, hey, space adventure, save Cooper. No, Tars is case. with. No, it was. Tars, Tars is was with, with the third scientist trying to fix Kip when it blows up. Yeah. Yep, because it was rigged to blow up. And also, then, that what was his name? Robin. Robin. Robbie. I'll call him Robbie, the black man. Ro- yeah. Ooh. I don't he, remember his He was name. on the space station for 23 years waiting for them. Yes. 23 years, 4 months. He was days. oddly okay with that. Yeah, he did pretty well. He got to watch his sitcoms this one. Yeah, anyway. So they so they both try and race back to the space station to dock with it. Matt Damon gets there first, but he's filled with surprise hubris. Also, surprise, he's bad at docking like most Matt Damons. Well, it is yeah. What? I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> Shut down. Anyway, that so they, so he tries to dock. They, t- they uh, Brand and Cooper try and tell him no, but he's like, no, I must, and then just fucking he was, he was rapid. He was winding up. Yeah, rapid he was decompression. Yes, and the spaceship just starts hurtling towards the. Ice it explodes, planet. spins really quickly, and starts falling into the stratosphere. Then Matt Damon, then Matthew McConaughey does the coolest fucking thing ever and matches the spin of the space station and then docks, and docks with it and then saves the day. Tar- now, to be fair, really cool. Tars docked with this. Tars, Tars is Tars. activating the Tars did the docking. Case was running the spaceship when Matthew McConaughey wasn't, and Brand just passed out from the G forces, which did. don't really exist. She- Passed out and then immediately came back. That was the fastest recovery I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And space G-forces only exist during acceleration, so it's only when they sped up to that but spin. But if you're rotating, you're under constant acceleration. Hey, let's not do this fucking <laughs> physics talk right now. we got a synopsis to synopsize. Okay. So they're like, okay, we're going to make our final ascent. And then they do a ricochet... Around maneuver Gargantua. around the giant black hole. They're gonna and they lose more years, but it's untold how many years they lose. They are trying to get to the third. Okay, planet. wait, hold on. So they're slingshotting around Gargantua. She was thirty-three, and she was a hundred and or he, no, he was one hundred twenty-four. Yeah. But he was thirty-three when he left because she was the same age when she called him. Yeah. Okay. So he they lost approximately eighty-three year old. Oh shit! No, they lost ninety years. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, so you figure however many twenty whatever went to. He had two years to the trip to Saturn, and then he had 23, 24, 23, 23. Let's 23, just approximate it to 90. 23 and a half. Yeah. So he I mean, was 120 something. So anyway. Matthew McConaughey jettisons Anne Hathaway, like, go to the planet. Okay, that is a bad, he jettisons himself to send her ahead. The plan is they get hooked, they're going to slingshot, so they get hooked in the gravity field, but then in order to eject, they use thrusters from the landing craft and another ship that they have on their like auxiliary have, and then when it's time for those to go away they have to get rid of the weight which they eject one of them is Matthew Tars yeah. who's going to get data to send back so they can complete the gravity formula spoilers uh-huh. and that now not a spoiler then <laughs> <laughs> the other one is Cooper and he's just going he just wants to be the first man to die in a black hole period. I don't no. know if he like wants to see it or if he no. has some illusion that he'll be able to travel back in time and no. see his no. kids no, it was disconnected, so they had to do it manually. Yeah, that's why TARS was there. This is not an important point. Okay, fine. So I don't know why Brian is disagreeing so heartily. Long story short, Wrong. Anne Hathaway goes to Edmund's planet to repopulate with all the fertilized eggs she has with her. That Plan, oh, B. plan, plan B. plan B. Ironically, completely centered around fertilized eggs. <laughs> and then... Matthew McConaughey and Tars go on an adventure into the fifth dimension. Sponsored yes. by Firestone. Sponsored by Firestone. 
And uh, while Matthew McConaughey's in there, he goes through some crazy 2001 A Space Odyssey esque shit. It's called Tesseract. Tesseract. I fucked up. And then he ends up in a 3D representation of the fifth dimension <laughs> where he can touch time. Yes. And gravity. And he goes back to the bookshelf in Murph's room as a kid, realizes he can manipulate the past, and sends her messages that he had already seen. Kind yeah. of, in yes. some form of vague memory. Because time is a squared circle in this um, <laughs> approximation of a movie. <laughs> Fuck yourself. That and was awesome. What the then, shit does that um, mean? Then he transmits the coordinates to Murph via a watch, and she realizes... No, 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 sorry. That was the, That's the, formula. That was the unknown formula. The unknown formula. Coordinates was through the, the dust. Yeah. yeah and then way. she's like, Eureka! And then she... Throws papers yeah, at everyone. That was. And I don't the, know why everyone was so uncomfortable through throwing papers. No one said what was on those papers. Not one. True. It was engineering paper. That's like seventy cents a sheet. Yeah. It's not. We can talk about econ it's later. Ten cents a sheet. That's... Five dollars for fifty pages or whatever. I don't remember. Stop doing unnecessary math. Mm, anyway, I... so she fixes everything. Cooper wakes up. Circle. Cooper wakes up outside of Saturn. They rescue he him. He does not wake up outside of Saturn. He's alive. Um, and he gets taken I mean, to a space station. It is also outside of Saturn. Technically, everything outside of Saturn that isn't in Saturn. So but I mean, the space station this, is orbiting Saturn. The space station was kind of like a Dyson sphere. Mm-hmm. And his house... <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's kind of, yeah. okay. His it's house has been recreated lovingly cylinder. as a museum to his daughter. Is and he loves farming. Just... Yeah, she she just lied straight at the yeah. faces because you know how much you'd make him mad if you lived. Yeah. She didn't yeah. think he would. It was, like, why it would was you? just like a fuck you. But, but then, he had. She, oh, you're right. She but then the, no, but like honestly, why would you expect yeah. him to live? She's been alive for like a hundred years without him. Yep. <laughs> suddenly comes back. Why would that suddenly happen? Oh hey, That's stupid, I, right? Three year old dad, how but are you doing? Faith. I have a lot to say. About I have a lot faith. to say about hope. Shut up, my old film class. Oh fucking hell. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, so so mom and substantially older but healthier son meet, hug, maybe kiss a little bit, and then he de- and then Cooper departs to go find Anne Hathaway. The yep. end. Yes, that's yeah. Him and Tars, space adventures. Yes, I agree. I fucking love Tars. So, we all love Tars. Tars is the best part so, of this movie. Everyone gives this movie anywhere from a B minus to an A plus. So everyone likes this movie. Are you I talking think. about us or like yeah. the world? Us, us, the four of Just us. The B minus. There's, this table. I, I think Caesar didn't like this movie as much. Tethered aerostat radiation system. I messed up the radar. I what said radiation. The fuck? That's what TARS stands for. Yeah, oh. so let's just jump right into it. TARS made this movie. TARS made this movie. I love TARS. TARS is a robot who looks like a monolith. If you guys are going to Comic Con next year, you'll moves. see me as TARS. <laughs> he moves That's so difficult. inefficiently. Nope. And then someone's like, TARS, go! And he's like, just does he crazy rolls shit. like a starfish and then yeah. gals back like a horse. It's yeah. insane. It's the perfect robot. Yeah. His he's normal movement is super efficient because he only has to move two circles. He has a personality. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got a great personality. He's obedient. He's utile. Just everything good. Yeah, he's, he's a wonderful character. He's better than humans. I That's didn't know not... utile was a word until now. It didn't. Where do you think utility comes from? Thin air? Futility without an F? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> great. Fuck all this precious corn. 
the opposite of futility is scorn. Now, why was corn the Mr. Biology? Why is corn the thing that made it the longest? Because Native Americans made it stronger than the other one. I think that's just one. what they chose. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, wheat's the thing we produce. Actually, I don't know if we. It's... We don't produce the most of it anymore. Define wheat. Like, oh, America. country. America. Okay. But yeah. anyway. Corn is a pseudo arbitrary decision. Most I think it, so. it seems American. It's an American Yeah, it is a very grow. American thing. Mm. It's probably and the most versatile. And it is pretty hardy, and it's the most we've done, we've done the most genetic engineering of I it. mean, can you make okra bread? No, you can make cornbread, though. Yeah, why did okra make it that far? I think okra was absolutely arbitrary. <laughs> I have okra no idea. Okra was definitely arbitrary. I have no fucking clue why they picked okra. Because <laughs> they didn't want to say rice, because they would make, like, uh, rice against America and China or Holy whatever. Holy shit, if rice had died out, yeah, that'd that's, be very like, bad. everything gone. Well, we have no Ooh. idea. Anyway. People are still alive on the planet. There's no... Mm. They mention yeah. no they mentioned the what's our population now six billion six, six trillion? says that in his childhood it was six billion yeah yeah so, so they so they reference that as like oh my god can you believe that it was ever that high so I'd imagine I thought that was that low less. I no. thought that was the implication uh-uh. no, no I think okay so we've already seen a lot of starvation oh yeah, yeah. lots yeah. Yeah. lots gonna, of people have died they mentioned that they were gonna bomb a country oh that's right because, Over food. because they wanted to kill people so they don't have to eat anymore. <laughs> Like, no, that's a bad plan. Yes, that was what they wanted to use NASA for. This incident. world yeah. is a lot bigger than can, can be contained in this movie. Like, it's there, true. There needs to be multiple I movies would, set in the same I would universe. Agree. I don't. I won't watch a second one. I, no, I, like well, unless it's all about Tars, then I'll. I totally mean, watch I'm okay that. with yeah. Tars. If, is it going to be called Tarzan? Ooh, whew, Tarzan no. Anne Hathaway. Yeah, I made that joke earlier. Did you? No one heard me. Yeah, yeah. No one can hear you in space, Brian. No one can hear you when you talk about code monkeys all the time, Brian. Ooh. So, back on topic. Yeah, I have a lot uh, to say about the implications of this movie. If I you just want to jump in there. I want to point out before we get super implicated. I want to just point out a couple things and make a couple claims. First of all, I felt like the Lazarus NASA joke. Or whatever you want to call it. From the dead? Yeah, I thought that would have been much well better served as just a subtle reference in the background. Yeah, as opposed to a direct like, thing. That yeah, I think they made like, it too large. Yeah, for sure. It was way um, too direct, especially with Matt Damon's response to it. Yes, yeah, like, yes, yeah, I yeah. understood and thought of that too. Yeah, yes. Matt Damon was a computer in this movie. I did. He, I usually well, like. He Matt was an Damon, emotional but, computer. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> It's like humans. So, I also... he, he was basically playing the embodiment of base instinct, so I can't fault no. him there. I he was, no, no, he was, he was complete, trying. Yeah. He was complete intellect that was fascinated by human instincts. Yeah, he was the opposite of base instinct. No, no, I mean he but he's embodied a the coward, survival coward. No, he's not trying to save himself. No, he's trying. He's to save trying humanity. to save himself. How's he using that as a mask? He's pretending that that's his reason because he has to justify it to himself. How did you get that? Just no, his no, actions. I agree with B Dog. I also agree with B Dog. What the fuck are you smoking? <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, people can't see beyond themselves. People are so selfish, blah, blah, blah. And then he oh, tries yeah. to murder oh. Matthew McConaughey to get take his ship to get home because he wants to see people. I, also, I'm trying to get when the he talks experiment. About... He's not no. listening to them. No. And he blows up the Why did he send the signal if he's not a coward? He has no That's data. a good point. I forgot him admitting that he just started <laughs> okay, taking God. the signals. My he bad. disabled Kip and. Okay. And rigged it to blow the fuck up. He booby trapped yeah. Kip. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Like, was that your question? Okay, sorry. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, that's the implication. It was either the ship, which was attached to Kip, or Kip itself it was, was rigged. I mean, it was his, definitely Kip. Man, his character is named Man, 
Yes. And yeah. it's like talking yeah. about all the... I was going to bring this up. He embodies all the evil he's, sides he's of He's the man. embodiment of humanity's hubris. I wrote yeah. that down on my page. Pretty um, much. He's like... He's... He says some things aren't meant to be known. He's like coldly logical, but he's rallying against reason as yeah. the way to understand the world. He seems to understand everything really well, but then as soon as he gets something, he's like, it's because we're special because we're humans, and I, humans are special because of love and I family. I think mm -hmm. it's that's honestly... unique to humans. It's more <laughs> so, he's very logical about looking at things, but then when it affects him, he completely rejects yeah, it. Yeah, he's, he's so pretty Darwinian. You he's bring up the fact Darwinian. that his e you said evil... Evil at some point. kind of evil's a weird. I mean, thing are we gonna? Movie. Yeah, yeah. I we'll was gonna point that out. Well. But anyway, the two other thing, minor things I want to do before we got super deep. One, uh, the first half of this movie, Cooper just spouts one-liners and it's fucking obnoxious. That's Matthew McConaughey. That's that's all. Don't watch True yeah. Detective. Do okay. not. You will not like it. Okay. It's also really terrible. Second one, mm -hmm. the most important scene in the movie, mm -hmm. in my opinion, arguably, is, allegedly, is it when he cries driving his truck? Is no, that was no. Is when all the combines come back and just park at his house. That is most important was scene in the whole. Very movie. irrelevant. It was no hundred percent irrelevant. That, how is that nothing. relevant? Okay, they're talking about how the whole, this whole movie is centered around the home front, hmm. and you can think okay. of family as a home front. You can think of Earth as a home front. These machines who are made to be coldly logical. Like, you, you cannot inject any love, any emotion into him at all. Unless you count blood. I can do that. You can inject blood into him. They all, they all, they, there was an error. Something went wrong, is the point. And they returned to the home front, which yeah. is his house. It's literally the most important, the, it's the essence of the movie in one scene. That was actually pretty stupid. That's a good one. I, I'll take that. Oh, I thought you said stupid. I don't <laughs> think that's the reason I put that in there, but I like it a lot. That, I can, I'll buy that for a dollar. I really liked when they piloted a drone with You bring laptop. up a really good point about yeah. the home front, though. And I will talk about that later. I liked that. That yeah. was great. I'm All right. So lot. Oh, and baseball also exists yeah, still. Why does anybody like baseball <laughs> in the future? I agree. Also, I, I just fucking agrarian. love how the ball just fell straight up. Well, I mean, it wasn't falling, because they're... It's, it's a centrifuge. It, yeah, it is. It's not a centrifuge. Now, to be fair, I believe Caesar and I were talking about the first baseball scene, and you're talking about the second. Oh, okay. To I, be clear. Also, I'm talking about both, because oh, I just okay. don't like baseball. Yeah, baseball's pretty boring. I, we have like, a whole episode Baseball is an agrarian like sport about watching people. How is that yeah. agrarian? I mean, agrarian is in that like, farmers did it. Okay. Not like in it like... Have you never Farmers don't play a lot of hockey. I mean, maybe they do in Canada. Okay, Kevin Costner would have fucking loved this movie. I don't know who that is. Okay, well, we're going to eviscerate Brian after these commercial breaks. All right, I hope okay. that gets edited out. No. Welcome back. <laughs> Hello. I believe you had some... There, I have the word implications written very bigly on this paper. Bigly isn't a word. Spelt with a K? Oh, In nope, the... that's a T. Okay, know. yeah, give me some credit. <laughs> anyway, here. so in this movie's, narr this movie's narrative universe, free will does not exist. Okay. Okay, explain yourself. Because in the fifth dimension realm, he his is own actions. He is guiding. It's predetermined. Uh, yeah, everything's predetermined. It already it happened, happen. so it happens again. Mm-hmm. And it's... he has no. He doesn't change anything else. Nothing else happens because of it. Mm-hmm. And even he admits he was led 
to yes. the black hole by himself. By, by himself. Another being. But then he was like, it was it's us. It was me. In the future. Yeah, but while he was in there, he still admits that in that frame of time, he is actively being manipulated by something yeah. else. Because there's no way you stumble into a black hole. And, and it's a and, tesseract and you can and manipulate up time into and space. the one place you needed to be in order to progress the plot. Yes. Well, there's a difference between lack of free will and just manipulating someone based on how you know they'll react to some stimuli, especially well, if it's to yourself. No, he's talking about a civilization. So there must be some larger civilization of beings that have mastered gravity and can manipulate things, and they've just been playing everyone's as pawns for all of human history. You don't have to. Well, they can go forward and backward in time at will. Yeah, but they can go to also anywhere in the universe. Yeah, they can manipulate so they whatever they humans? want. Because maybe humans are the paradox. I feel like part of that, because it's, they implied, if you think about the, the room, or whatever, the Tesseract, the tesseract. It's, it wasn't just like scenes in time that you could adjust it, it was it scenes was but they were all covered in fabric and stuff like that so maybe that is implying like you can push and pull and ebb and flow time and gravity mm-hmm. but really it always springs back to the same and point he, he said that that was something that was created for him in order to interact with it yeah. like, okay. and that was why it was a there had to be something created so like audiences could comprehend what was happening I mean, also, so he so, could comprehend yeah. it yeah well it was for the audience but it was also so that way they can have a plot device where he actually does something he just sits there he could just sat there in like a room and thought about it and they could just made that the thing yeah, that could have happened too. Mm-hmm. That would have, but been, it would have been, so, it would have been much faster and yes. more relevant. That was a long scene. I was surprised yeah. they really stuck that. Scene. They stuck with that scene as well. That was three in. quarters of the movie. So, I did not realize the second so time around how long. There is no free will in yeah. this entire universe, and also yeah. another point leading into that is basically the Earth is expendable. It's a really weirdly anti-environmental film. Kind no, of, it's really... the exact opposite. It's not an environmental film. Well, I mean, I consider myself an environmentalist, but I'm in that same camp. No. I'm absolutely no. of the belief that we have to go somewhere else. We cannot sustain what we're doing. And because we have free will and we're not going to limit people like we need to do, we're going to have to go down this path and we're going to have to expand somewhere else. This sounds okay. like you're going down the road of the teacher. So, anyway... Who I am, honestly, in so, a way, we'll just, talk about that later. Just a as second. Well. So, Matthew McConaughey, when he's in the Tesseract, plus the beings that control the Tesseract, both of them could have stopped the blight from happening. Yes, they could. They had every opportunity well, to. Well, Matthew McConaughey doesn't know how to in, like change his daughter because it's all he had access to was affecting his daughter because that's apparently he, the destiny. They could have like put him into the NASA room and he could have like etched on the chalkboard. Hey, this is a ghost. Yeah, here's how you cure blight. He could have done that since. So apparently... that's a good point of the f- no free will. Everything. Yeah. time and, is cyclical in this case. And like, even when imp- he's in the upper dimensions, he doesn't have free will. The implication of what this movie is saying is that the Earth is fucked. The universe is good enough to support us because we're human beings and we're great. I don't. I thought of it more as a stopgap measure. It's like, okay, we need to get somewhere else and give things a chance to fix themselves on their own. Yeah. No. Everything is burned. They're not going to fix themselves. What? It's perpetual what? dust bowl in Earth. That doesn't mean it won't come back. I mean, blight can't live without something else to grow on. Blight can't continuously evolve to grow on every living thing. Right. Something will eventually take over, and then evolution will happen. And give enough time, we'll get back sort of to where we were in a 
would there be humans left to get back yeah. at that point? But like, well, that's the stopgap thing. That's the point of going somewhere else. But like the teacher was saying, like, oh, we'll just be caretakers of the earth, you know. But the movie is basically saying, no, fuck that. We'll go on some cool, crazy adventure instead because that's what humans do. But it's also an interesting dichotomy between the people who do dream and like really want to believe in something and the people who just kind of settle and are there. We'll talk about faith next. We will. Any thoughts, Caesar? Man was born on Earth, but he was not meant to die there. Thanks, one-liner machine. I mean, that was a good quote. Though. I love that quote. It makes me really want to play video games. <laughs> I don't like you anymore. So, in other Lana Del Rey-related news, do you have anything else, Kyle? No, I got, my, I got my stuff out already. All right. uh, NASA was at NORAD. Good detail. Yeah, I, I saw was, that. That was great. Oh, that, was, that? Was, that was cool. Don't know where NORAD is, but, you know. Um, where Santa lives. Oh. So, not <laughs> at all. It is not in the Caribbean. The other implication is that um, so all scientific progress is driven by the supernatural. No. I, I thought there was I a don't very understand. weird I'm going duality. to disagree okay, with You that. were very stuck in this thing with these, the civilization affects everything that's ever happened. Yeah. Why? <laughs> because they have the power to control time itself through that black yeah, hole. Yeah, but they seem to be really shitty about it. <laughs> yeah. Or... Th- <laughs> Or that's just all their sick, demented will that we have things like wars and fucking blight all the time. Or they're a group far enough in the future that this is the only event they know about enough, enough about. They can go but anywhere. But they only know enough about it. If it's true that they're fifth dimensional beings, which is fucking bullshit, but that's a different point. They, but they, they can go anywhere The movie in time says that! <laughs> we have to go back to the hope and faith thing if we're going to do this. Because that was their big plot point. It was like, the only reason I could come here is because it was me and because of this love I had for my daughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all about love because that makes So sense. they can't go there. I don't know how they understand love in that. It's like they have a tether of love. And like, when he's trying to find the correct places in his daughter's it just happens. room, he's like, I feel the love that way. It's like, what the fuck? It's not a compass. Yeah. <laughs> it's in your fucking brain. It's, you feel it or you kind of don't. But then you have a brand, brand love just leads her to a dead body, so... Well, but it's because but it like also leads to Matthew McConaughey and uh, fucking fertile Earth. Yes, yeah. fertile sperm. Is love. Please stop. Oh. Please. That's totally what they were getting at, though. I'm not gonna deny it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, my other point I made. So it's basically like humans have to have faith in some supernatural thing, but then they employ reason to that and get science, but then that sort of destroys the faith. And then they're left with stagnation, and that's sort of the problem the movie is addressing. Because the reason that science progresses enough to go to the black hole and through the wormhole and blah, 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 is because there's some faith. There's hope going there. Murph has sees, like, supernatural shit, and that inspires her to become a mathematician. Which, maybe they're, maybe they're saying they go hand in hand. I'm not sure either. If you look at... A, Going with that, mm-hmm. um, you look at Murph. She's got faith and hope, and she believes in all this. And then you look at her brother, who's mm-hmm. just this poor, beaten-down farmer mm-hmm. who is fucking lifeless. You feel a lot for Tom. Tom. I do feel a lot for Tom. Again, but I'm thinking, I think, like having those two, because I'm, I'm trying to think, like, why is Tom in this movie? Tom could. He's I a foil, and he's a dichotomy. Tom might as well not exist. No, he's a very important character literary sense he has to exist because then we don't have as much of a gap between him and murph 
He has to exist so we can see what he could she could have been if he didn't exist. Because Tom, I mean, Tom's like short sightedness. Murph yeah. is like seeing into the future. So do you think having them together is a way of saying like? It's a duality. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm it's trying to connect it to, characters. like, w- here's one side of humanity, and that's hope and uh, yeah. curiosity. Faith. faith. And faith, thank you. And then the other side is without these. Mm-hmm. Like, why? I don't know. I don't know where I'm actually yeah. getting at there. I haven't had yeah. enough time to I really don't thought. know where you're going. That's okay. Basically... Fight me, Brian. <laughs> I'm sorry. fucking asshole. No, I'm trying to help you out, but I don't know where you're going. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is that there's no... So- Science can't exist on pure reason alone. It has to have some. You have some, to have wonder about it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You have you, to dream. If you force. don't, if you don't hope that there's something further, then you're never gonna try to find yes. it because it'll be disappointed if it's I not agree. there. Mm-hmm. And it's, so basically, we still need faith for whatever, even with logic. Yeah. But I mean, that's what Matt even without was. that, we got cool stuff like Tars. Oh yeah, Tars. Ooh. And then uh, and another part of that is ghosts. Ghosts. Yeah, there's a lot like, of ghost words. The very first line in the movie Murph says is, uh, I thought you were a ghost. I thought you were the ghost. Which it turns out is foreshadowing because oh, yeah, he was the ghost. Yeah. Ooh. And then I think someone at one point says, Ghosts of your children's future. Yeah. And oh, that's. Matthew McConaughey. That was... And yeah, and that's one where he's like, he literally sees his daughter die older than him, which is fucking weird. Yeah. Because yeah. he was talking to his daughter about what his wife told him. Mm-hmm. That at some point you have to be the ghost of your child's future. Yep. No. Wait. She's yeah. a ghost? Yes. Yeah. It's a I, I, I remember really he said that she, she... He said that she said... His wife said... Parents are the ghosts uh, of their children's futures. I thought it had something to do with there, there to be memories. Did that happen after yeah. that? Yeah. No, that was that's the okay. same speech. Okay. Yeah, that's the same thing. Just I, I guess I didn't... I was too hung up on memory. I guess I didn't catch that one. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, um, so, oh, I want to point out. So those were mostly my ideas of implications and what it actually means. It's like very pro-technology, but semi-anti-environmental in my mind. I don't know, I still... I think that also part of it is they think they'll do better with Plan B. Because you've got scientists raising the next generation, and scientists are going to be more environmentally minded. Yeah, man was a scientist too, though. We don't talk about man. Yeah, we do. We man was to talk shitty. all about man. Man was the best of them all. Yeah, yeah is and he's he still went crazy. Ooh. I think he was crazy to begin with. I think he. No, no, no stupid. I'm gonna stop anyway. that one. What comes out of my mouth? Do you have anything else before my major points? Um, I'm just gonna sprinkle in other fun things I saw. Name. Okay. Um, okay, so when they're on Miller's planet with the waves the yes. soundtrack is a clock ticking yes which is they very do this a lot because they're in time dilation and it's kind of hurried but it, a clock ticking also builds up tension a lot yeah and they just make it louder i thought that was a cool touch yes. Didn't even notice they do that. that a couple times throughout this and even with the ones that aren't a clock ticking it always has a very steady one to four beat set Brian's a musician, so he knows about this. No so, one else knows what he's he talking about. Kyle was a musician? Kyle hasn't been a musician in six years. Give me a break. Kyle has a saxophone. <laughs> you can hear him play, then you can go to this, your... Yeah, all the SoundCloud. <laughs> Too many parallels to the 2001 A Space Odyssey yes. to name. TARS is literally the monolith that moves. Yeah, it's great. Um, 
they're they tried to do the evil robot thing but they play it off for laughs instead there's a lot of like weightless moving through space stations shots and also the black hole and the stargate are practically the same place i mean you go from space through this crazy adventure thing and then end up in a room that's human just like in 2001 a space odyssey i can agree with that room that's human it okay there's the bookshelf in interstellar and then in 2001 there's that weird thing where he's in that room with the bed and the roman paintings on the wall yes that's how it's fucking similar. I think Christopher Nolan literally watched 2001 and, and was then like, I want to do my own homage And then to couldn't this. go to bed and then wrote this script. That's why I Which I'm totally happened. okay with that. And then he got mad at fucking Monsanto or something. And then I'm not sure about it. that. Whatever. Um, I'm just going to look at things. You guys can keep going. You really okay. love determinism for some reason. I think that's what this movie is about. You will, that's all you're talking about. I don't like yeah. determinism. You I don't think it's the so main really, thing, but it is a convenient That's what this movie says. No. That's the fucking crack.com would, un, would understand me. What does that have to do with anything? Because I am, I understand what you're saying. I just don't think it's true. Yeah, f- fine. Do that. Can I don't fucking care. You can eject. I mean, he did that, too, in a black hole. What yeah. a fucking badass, like, oh, my ship's done, eject into a black hole. I mean, or you, you just you get crushed anyway. in the ship, or do you want to just get your bones crushed into your, like, heart? I mean, to be fair, if that wasn't a Tesseract, his brain would have stopped functioning very early on. I mean, he never went into the singularity, so... It was a gentle black hole. That... It was gentle. Mm-hmm. What... It's okay, like, it, was like is, a, it was like a hearty It's massage. still strong enough that light cannot escape. Yeah. Even at the edges. That's the definition. Oh, yeah. also... See, but at that point, he would have been crushed already. Yeah. Um, there... Okay, a few other points I just remembered. Oh, fun fact. There was not a lot of CGI in the black hole room. Really? Yeah, there was. Um, what? Well, yeah, like, the the expanses, but, oh, like... All the tight shots. Yeah. Oh. But like, I don't know what that means. What's there, the tight shot? It, the close-in where it's like it's okay. him and the bookcase. Like there were so a, there was a surprising amount of practical effects in there. Can I just talk about how excellent the scene was where it was them mirrored with her crying against the bookshelf and him crying against the bookshelf? Yes. That was that was pretty. Oh. Because um, all movies very differently for me. <laughs> all this all the scenes on Earth are in widescreen. All the scenes in space are in full screen. Yeah, I noticed. I didn't notice it the first time. But the What's first the time... difference between... Okay, Wide so... screen, you've got black bars on top. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it, it tightens the shot in. I didn't even notice that. It gives it gives you a more constrained, View. constricted Which feeling. Which is the first a time I watched this movie. for what they did, were trying to get across. I watched this movie in IMAX. Mm-hmm. So I had no trouble hearing them in the space. Yeah, I had that exact same thing. No trouble hearing them what? Like when they're like flying talking? around, the, the music and the sound effects are so loud, like when they're flying and stuff. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. Hear this... them talking fine in IMAX. But... Uh, okay. This is a film that is meant to be seen in movies. I agree. Or with like a solid sound system and not just out of the TV. Yeah, it does not transfer to home. It does not do I I could hear everything that Michael Caine said while he was dying the first time. I could could hear... That was not... That wasn't even close to words. No. I mean, it was a very realistic man dying scene. It's true. You obviously never watched a man die before. I I have not while he was talking. (laughs) Uh, Wait. uh, No, don't pursue this. So, um... Pull an eject on that one. <laughs> Sorry. We're doing a theme here of ejecting. <laughs> anyway, so he was talking like he was fucking 
the light was leaving his eyes. But all I it, did that it looked like he was having a stroke. But honestly, that, but that doesn't make and for sounded like it like cohesive filmness. Okay. Yeah, you like you you have to be able to yeah, transfer to that experience to the home, and it was pretty well done. Oh, and uh, I I'm going to end my notes with a joke based right, on physics. Uh, what do you call a dinosaur who changes speed very fast? Uh, An Velociraptor, a huh. velocity raptor. Yeah, I guess you joke. It's really more accelerated. Anyway. Yeah, it's not changing anything. Yeah. Velocity is very constant. I don't know how fucking physics works. The last physics class change. I had was in seventh grade. And so, I'm 55 now. Seventh? So, Time dilation. Yeah. He's a lawyer. So, going back to, in a way, your determinism, mm-hmm. the way they used the Dust Bowl shots, like the documentary kind of feel of the people mm-hmm. talking, gave it a very cyclical feel. That was a nice touch. It was. Because, like, you see that, and it's at the whatever age they're in originally, and you're like, oh, this is Dust Bowl, probably, or something like that. And then it comes around to the very end, and it's at the fake house on this space station, and it does it again, you're like, oh, it was the second Dust Bowl. Yeah, and it's just a very nice bowl. touch. Yeah. I, I thought the transmissions, like, that was actually good editing, now that I think about it. The transmissions. Oh yeah, the messages. The oh, yeah, yeah, listening to the messages. Those were hard. They, some of them. And then it tr- switches back. That was actually really well uh, the first half of the movie is highly emotional. And the second half is really fun because Tars is everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I will, it's well done. I want to talk about okay when Tars and McConaughey eject into the black hole. I will be honest. I cried the first time, and then they weren't dead. And I was like, well, yeah. Then you realize you had half an hour of movie left. I was honestly kind of upset because, in a way, it ruined it for me. But yeah. I kind of liked that they didn't die. When I don't he know. was I'm very torn, it was like the first time I watched the last Lord of the Rings. I needed to pee really bad, and they they threw the, the ring in the lava, <laughs> and then they're laying there. I was like, okay, it's ending. It cut to black, and then it faded back. I was like, fuck you, so <laughs> sort of like that, except for I was it more ruined the whole ending. in the movie. It ruined the ending because I was just like, I need to go. Another hour of this movie's left. You can't shoot your wad too soon. Yeah. <laughs> when I... The scene... I This is the first uh, first time I've seen it. These three have seen it before. The scene in the Tesseract where he gets the Morse and he spells out stay and he's losing his mind mm-hmm. because, like, it, it was crazy it's, and yeah. I had goosebumps and it was, like... Excellent. I don't know. I wanted... I always wish... He acted really well in that. He yeah, did. that was amazing. It was pretty good. I always... I feel like I wish movies had more balls for killing off main characters. Yeah, you wish every movie was uh, Game of Thrones? No, well, maybe, I guess. I don't really watch Game of Thrones, so I only know it I by, mean, like, that's what I do in no the stories in my head. I always kill the main character. Yeah, but, like... If they're in danger. I feel like... Okay. I don't know. <laughs> they're not safe it, because of x Now, now. it's one thing... It's one thing if they're not in any danger, like, then I don't have a problem. But if they're in a situation, it's like... I'm you're, flying into a black hole. Yeah. It's like, just kill them. It'll be good. Like, you don't have to worry about... You don't have I mean, to worry about Tars, cleaning but, like, that up. Cooper can die. <laughs> <laughs> Tars has to... Tars uh, can... Has to live. What if Tars went in there and became a god? I mean, all you had to do was send... <laughs> all you had to do was send Tars and then back he out writes and get all the information. Or yeah. get the transmission out. Yeah. Or something. And it's like, you Tars has somehow, you can make Tars even better. Tars has somehow, or Cooper, they've somehow managed him. to like, incorporate him, Cooper, into the message. So it gets back to Murph, and Murph's like, oh my god, he didn't abandon us. He didn't know that the whole, that plan A 
was never a thing. Also, or, he just died now, but Tarzan is alive, so They could have thrown Cooper's skeleton what at the Murphy, fuck? and then what full the fuck? functioning Tars is bad. <laughs> what the hell? Because I just want Tars to live. Okay. I mean, let's... let's that go. would make a very interesting movie that I would probably see. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch that. Just give him a stainless steel axe, and she walks along it forever. Why? What? So, you love the shining in American Psycho yeah. like some kind of sociopath. Fuck, I do like yeah. axe movies. So Ooh, I should watch The Evil those, Dead. That character development oh. of this movie. Alright. I just assume that you pay attention to character development in every movie. Not really. I only pay attention to it if it's not there. If yeah. it's there, then I don't notice. Ah. It's like all good movie I mean, making. That's, if you don't notice, that's the it's because... Point. You did it well. Yeah. Except it's, for like amazing shots, people were like, oh, that's a good, that's a good or shot really of good Saturn. Music scores like or something. Yeah. I mean, there was good character development yes. in this movie. There wasn't really a character that was deficient that I could think of. Doyle didn't do anything. Cooper but... too. Oh, actually, no, that other scientist. Cooper too. Cooper too. Yeah, Tom's second son that didn't die of dust line. Oh, oh yeah. uh, Jesse. No. Oh, Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. Coop. Yeah. 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 Coop. Yeah. He. Didn't do, he, he was, was a lock point. Yeah. 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 But anyway. So... Are you going to wait for your next son to die? Cooper's just standing Holy there holding shit. a box. Holding that was box so... So the what? black scientist, I, he wasn't done that well. Because he didn't... was good. Like, I thought he was okay. Well, the thing was, he was up in that space station alone for You're 23 years. You're right, he didn't have a years. whole lot of development. He was not as haggard as... Like you well, he slept for some of it. Yeah, but you yeah, could've... but he said at the end he was like, "I thought they hit a bat. I thought they weren't coming back, and you I know? didn't want to sleep my days." But away. like, mm-hmm. but he also Odd... had did, did he have Tars or Case? He, he had, had one case. of them with them, so it's not mm-hmm. like he was alone. But like, you need to show they had personality. He might have had Tars. I think he had Tars. So he had the yeah. cool one. Who yeah. yeah. was fine? <laughs> <laughs> no, you need to explain. You need to show the effects of time dilation. Better to the audience. I agree. And you could have you could have made him a lot older and a lot more like like crazy, not out stable, of it. Yeah, like out of I it. I agree. And he, like that would have made his death at the hands of the bomb like more believable. Yeah, I agree. So that could have been done better. He had Otherwise, okay character development, but he could have been better. I would, yes, that's my thoughts on that. He could have been more extremely developed, but I think it was yeah. done. Because I don't know how old he was at any point of this. Yeah. Yeah, so... Like, I'm bad at judging age. was age tough in this And movie. judging age and characters, because Matthew McConaughey's Which like I feel like they might look like something 52. they just chose to do. He's so tanned. He's really tanned. I wrote a note. He's like a leather chair. His face, too. Like, those wrinkles. Will Cooper lose his tan eventually? Well, he's only been gone for, like, two months. I mean, he's getting tanned by whatever radiation Gargantua throws off. All of it? Yeah. Oh, his hawking radiation right in my eyes. Ooh, you should be a member of the Fantastic Four. I'd like to point out that Brand... (laughs) Brand. Brand is perfect. Not not the doctor, but the uh, female scientist. Yeah, sorry. The female scientist. She is literally the perfect character for this movie. No. She's a scientist, so she has the logic. She's a girl, so she has a vagina. (laughs) She's driven by love, which we've come to find out is a central theme later. Oh, I know what you're saying, though. Never mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, she's this movie's perfect character. She's the perfect foil for McConaughey, who is... She's like... He's a feeling but logical man. Yeah. Well, she is more driven by her love for... Man, she hadn't seen in 10 years. She's like the microcosm of this movie's themes. Basically. Right. Yeah, she's a very good main character. You identify with her, therefore you identify with the themes of this movie. And spoiler yeah. alert, she's good at her job. Yeah, that's No, true. she 
Fuck she you. chose the right planet. And okay. They, and they yeah, chose they against her. it. But... And she fucking left the door open to the freezer. <laughs> she was mad. Oh. Okay. Yeah. She's gonna defrost everything. All of those samples are ruined. Well, back up. Hey. <laughs> Brian, explain the whole scene. Okay. This is after she f- has revealed her love for Edmund, or whatever the fuck, so they decide to go to Man's Planet instead. They're at the freezer where all of these eggs, fertilized eggs, are stored. Human eggs. And she just leaves it open because she's pissed. And I I don't know how to tell you how bad that is. It's Not just the bad. worst Humans, thing. Nature finds a way. <laughs> yeah. That's a Jurassic Park <laughs> Determinism. <laughs> Determinism. Yeah. I fucking See, hate you all. The fifth dimensional being is like, just leave those ones or bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> those are all sociopaths. All of them. Yeah. She left all of them open. There the were two cabinets. There were like there were seven. Like three there were a walls. lot of cabinets. Yeah. So many that are good still. Brian cares about stupid details that don't matter. Yep, don't matter. That was my other thing. The science in this movie was very on and very off. Like the scene where they're studying the blight with the core. That was like on par for what you do in a lab in a way. It wasn't great, but it was okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, what was off? It It wasn't a birdie. It wasn't a hole in one. (laughs) Par. Tesseract, obviously, is an issue. Okay, once you go into a black hole, we'll see who's right. Yeah, what if you find a Tesseract? One of my favorite touches, though, is that they were using scientific-grade, um, fuck, goggles, eye protection, for the sandstorm. And it was just an interesting touch, because it's like, we don't need engineers, we don't need scientists. Why do you know about goggles? Because I'm a fucking... He works in a lab... Goggles to the like lab. Scuba people wear. No, I, don't even know I said scientific grade, and I meant it. Okay. Uh, I also have lab goggles. Mm-hmm. Might have vents on them. I could probably buy. No, some No, no, no. They're from... not like that. They're like actually okay. Good. I could buy some from Tesco. But it was just very interesting. Thing. I was. I just thought that was a really nice touch for them to throw in. No one else. But now the main things that I wanted <laughs> to viewers. talk about because I got totally distracted. I honestly want to talk about the art and entertainment in a way. Because it's very interesting it had baseball and stuff, but if you look at the walls, Murphy is the only one who ever has anything decorated. And everyone else, like, there might be one photograph or something, but the walls are blank. Well, yeah. There's no music. It's kind there's of There's no radio. They use no radio. really yeah. well. You don't know, engineering stereotypes are like they're very work-oriented and they don't do anything. But it's not only that. In the schools, there are no posters. <laughs> Everything we is have one, one shot in a school. There's one shot in one room you of a school. Have ever seen a principal's office that was I have that not thing? seen a principal's office. I definitely not building there. My bad. Anyway. Yeah, I, okay, I haven't been in a principal's office since I was in second grade, okay? I don't fucking remember what that looks like. We have like. to infer a lot about the world from the very brief the yeah. opening Look, scene. Right. Also, Not all of us were put in the cubby. They're also, school. you already know that they're entirely utilitarian because they don't want to waste stuff because they're fucking starving. So here's the So thing. they don't want to waste their paper on stupid but, cats hanging on branches. <laughs> Hang in there, bitches. There. No, that is actually better for civilization, Include <laughs> especially music. Would you rather have a pinata for your birthday or a poster for your classroom? Huh? Pinata so every thing, time. The thing we have to infer I'm going is to that him. cities, like cities, must not be a thing anymore yeah. because you, you have to be support the agrarian. It, the The whole government system has to be like some fucking feudalist system where lots the farmers, of funding for food. Like so everyone is communist because in school they're mandating. What, what your percentage career, can do what, yeah. yeah now, what career path you go in. So no one's going to... See, this goes back into your determinism yeah. thing. Art's going to be the first thing that goes away. But there. it's just interesting, so it makes though. sense. Also, choices of books were always, like, from a certain era, in a way. I don't... 
They had the stand by Stephen King. Yeah, on that the was bookshelf. interesting. Which is that's a, yeah they did they did <laughs> how did you notice that because it was, it's a it very was the only large really readable they also have the green mile no <laughs> that but it was to be all about corn but then anyway also the music thing like you never hear any music from any place that isn't the nature sound it was probably just yes, for copyright I was gonna though. point that out on and this is really that good. has never stopped a movie beat it <laughs> they played it the whole time you'd been pissed <laughs> um, it was just. I want to point out, they did silence really well. Silence is perfect. Um, that was awesome. Yes. And the one scene that you think, may, oh, maybe there is music, is the, oh, fuck, McConaughey, Cooper, um, is walking around with, this head- with walking the around. headphones in. And it's like, oh, all right, he's, okay. Time for a montage. montage. It's crickets. It's nature sounds, yes. Which, which just makes you feel really sad for what people must be doing in this yeah. life. But I mean. Why? Because they don't, like... Yeah, there's nothing. Because if you just... inject your own ambient noise... Yeah. Well, that, no, I... It's just... It's like a comfort thing in space. Yeah. yeah. But no, all they have is <laughs> what they have. It's very, very utilitarian. He's been doing that to me the whole time now. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not sitting across from him. <laughs> uh. And I mean, this is sort of out there, but Christopher Nolan actually stated that this is a world without art, and it's a world without music. What the fuck? This. Oh, did you do research? I didn't mean to. I come up with this theory, and then I heard this, and I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." But you read it on Reddit, quote. Brian. I, I know exactly not. what you're getting. Yeah, at. this uh. is a Reddit. This was when. Yeah. How would he know? Probably when it first yeah. came out. Oh well, let me see. It was submitted five days ago by blah blah. blah. I yeah, I don't. I didn't know. see that. XX by Brorick ninety two. Yeah. He not a boy. That was actually not where I saw this. I did come up with this beforehand. I came up with this after the first time I saw it. But, okay, so. And then tying into that is, instead you've got these interpersonal relationships which are much more important in a way, mm-hmm. and it, it makes things like his relationship with Murph, and the separation, and their fights and stuff, so much more human and important to the plot in a way. That, that's, I'll buy that. And it's just very useful as a literary device in a way, but it's not literary. But I want to know what fucking like. other people are doing. Like, cities, they must be fucking just burning. Or fucking already bombed. What's it like in Canada? Yeah. And other countries? Like I want to know what Asia did. Like, holy shit. Yeah, Asia. Population of China with all the wheat gone? Ooh. Ooh. Most of them even rely mass on graves. rice, but there's a lot of wheat switching. That's I love happening. mass graves, guys. You're a crazy person. Then I, you'll I, love I, our I blacked next out for your whole literary thing and I just came back for that. Why are you blacking out so much? I got bored. I don't know. Something happened. Jesus. Also, going Naruto on... unlocked something dark in me, Kyle. <laughs> going along with the utilitarian society, that completely astroturfed baseball field was very strange to me because I've never seen. That's red where the Yankees are. Yeah, that's not that weird. That was a thing. really weird plot point. The, ga- the, the Yan- Yankees are playing in that. Holy yeah. shit! Wait. Yeah, because John Lithgow says, "Hey, who are who are these guys? Who are these clowns? It's yeah. the New York Yankees. That was the Yankees." Holy was, shit! I didn't notice. Those so are the top they, athletes. They in must the world. be in New York. No, like they can travel. Whatever. I mean, if it's not that they important, drove. they might have they, to travel. They, I mean, like they're at a point in society where everyone yeah. is incredibly poor now. Where literally, I could make the New York Yankees, and I hate baseball. Yeah, like. Everyone is now a lower middle class citizen. Okay. I have a question. At best. Yeah. So they talk about the gravity anomalies that have been happening. Mm -hmm. But it turns out he was the one causing the gravity anomalies by determinism. Yeah. Yeah. Why does his plane crash? 
Because they said it was biogravity anomaly. Did they? Yes. I missed that part. They in said, the very beginning? Yeah. Yeah, in the strat... Atmosphere? In the strategy room or whatever. No. When it's it, all the yeah, there was a gravity anomaly in the stratosphere. Yeah, and then the guy yeah, points at him and was like, I believe yeah. you had something happen. I mean, like, these beings don't have to be good at their job. They can yeah, we, I mean, we, what we, if they were just fucking with him? Like, hey, slap in the face. Oh shit, he's down. <laughs> yeah, I mean He's Matt, down. I mean Matthew McConaughey tries to get uh <clears throat> Murph's attention, but just like ends up Knocking over books randomly. Instead of in that dust storm, just spelling out the letters. Also, no. Yeah, he, he knew where those code. books were. Because he was picking out letters. He also knows backwards binary. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's how he's spelling stuff. Oh, was... He's doing binary. How did you miss that part? No, I knew it was binary, but why backwards? Because she mirrored. has to be able to read it. Yeah. From her perspective, on the opposite side. Okay. Binary doesn't go front to back, left to right, the same way. Mm-hmm. Oh, another point that does not make sense. But um, he was doing it in Morse code. Some of it. So, either way, you Morse so, code is for the watch. Binaries for the books. So for the watch. But he was also doing Morse code for the. I uh, thought he was just either doing way. Morse, code for Morse code code backward. He did Morse code for the coordinates. He did Morse code for, for the numbers, watch. and he did binary for the letters. Oh. That's weird as fuck. Yeah. Don't ask me why he did. So why didn't when he... Tars okay. is giving him the Morse code. Um, data for the yeah. fucking gravity well or whatever, and he's on the watch. How the fuck does Murph know when that starts and ends? Yeah, that was yeah, my problem. I guess she has to depending... just go and watch for it to cycle. Watch, repeat. Yeah, How cause... big is that data file, too? Yeah. He's sending, he's sending like the the one part that they're missing. The it's... constant for a black hole or something. It's, like, I don't it's know. the equivalent in real life of the cosmological constant. Because that's the one thing that's holding us back from combining. Relativity with quantum physics, mm-hmm. cosmological constants. So it's like sending. So it's a like you're sending two hundred digit number. Yeah. So it's so, like it's like if you were to say also, and this is incredibly simplified, okay. but if all you had to send was g equals nine point eight one, and like, then they were good to go. It's like someone's trying to find the area of a circle. Like okay, I'll give you pi. Oh, gotcha. All but right. you you have to figure out how far to go. Yeah. Yeah, and when pi starts, because she she just could have put picked that watch up at any time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She just has it with her for a while. Like Wait she, for she it picks to it cycle, up, she, I guess. she picks it up, sees that there's a pattern that she can decode. She realizes it, takes then, it to her place in NORAD, mm-hmm. and then is like, and, "Hey, and I'm then gonna write figure down it out." Things. And then and she writes it down all in one go. Yeah, yeah. Another so that doesn't thing. Also, what if she like blinks? It's like, "Oh, did I miss one? Yeah. <laughs> Start over." Yeah. The other thing I'm not sure about is, I swear, at one point she looks at the watch and it's ticking, but the second hand is like at the nine position, and, and it then goes we... to the seven. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm not crazy. Yeah. It's another example of Nolan's bad editing. Uh, yeah, also, there was... when she picks it up the first time, it's already doing the ticking, like yeah. the Morse yeah. code. Uh, the the editing in this, and not I can't wholly say it was bad because it's not like it broke broke the movie for me. There's just two scenes that got me really good, and it was like just really small continuity, not even continuity. Like they in one shot. The grandpa and McConaughey are sitting on the porch, oh. and it cuts from a shot over the grandpa's shoulders to, like, adjacent to McConaughey, and before the cut, his beer was, like, down by his side or whatever, and then after the cut, he's drinking. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, similar stuff to that I don't want to get super into, because uh. I don't like just describing scenes, but... Another thing that was... that I just really, really loved was when he was driving away, and she comes running out of the house... But the dust clouds are blocking in the rearview mirror, 
So they couldn't even have that as a look. Like, I don't even know if that was intentional, but it was just really well done from a human standpoint. Totes intentional. It was totes ints. He couldn't... When he leaves, he has to have no doubt yeah. in the fact that he has well, to leave. Yeah. If suddenly he's like, my daughter is trying to run after me because she needs me, he might have given up and then turned I back. I actually honestly the saw that in another way. Him back into no red. Just as a... I am finally giving up, but I mean, I guess that's not true. Or not giving up, but forgiving you. But I guess it's not true because she didn't call him for however many years. Mm-hmm. So good point. Um, yeah. Also, convenient second watch. I don't know if he had that planned beforehand. It wasn't. They weren't matching, so it's not yeah. like he bought two of the same ones. So. I know it was just weird that he was wearing one, and then he goes and they. It like, may have been one of his. They wife's had this watches. entire speech, and then he's like, "Watch." So I guess he had to at least sort of plan that out. Well, he was like. I need to do a thing so that way we can bond for one last time. I mean, he knows he's going to go. Here's a memento for you. I might not come back, and I know that, and I don't want you to think that. So here's the thing. I'll do a little activity where we can match our time, because I'm going to be like... It's going to be like four years because of time dilation before I get back. Also, I have another question. No. Paint on spaceships. What about about it? Isn't that a bad idea, because the seal will be weaker? Because paint tends to chip off a lot easier than solid metal. Well, you're not making the seal with paint. But there was paint on the seal. No. The entire thing was painted. It's colored. Those are the tiles. The white? Yeah. yeah. The, the heat resistant. Yeah. Do you know Why do you think but the space But they were there afterwards. Do you remember Space They were there Challenger? after he was out of the... <laughs> Who doesn't? No. They were there after he was out of the orbit, though, of the Earth. I'm... They don't shed it. What do you mean, there, But there? it wasn't there at the end. What are you talking about, there, there? What's there? Which ship? The white paint! Which ship? The... There's three different ships. Thingy. The one that's flat the space and... station? No, not the space station. Tall Ranger? The, the Ranger. Lander. Oh, Ranger. The Ranger is the one Anne Hathaway is in. Yes. Okay, what about it? But it's just... It was painted white at the beginning. It it's wasn't not painted, painted white. It's did not you, the tiles. Did you notice the footprints on it when they were docking the first time? I did. There's footprints on it. Okay, I didn't see that. <laughs> Are there? There's huh. dust footprints on the spaceship when they're first... The first time they docked to the space station. When they have the... That GoPro angle shot over the space station into the yeah. docking area. I got it. I wanna... There's footprints like on the corner. That's oh, wow. pretty That's cool. cool, actually. You're welcome. I want to point out, too, that um, all... Mm, I won't say all. Most of the space shots are filmed as if you're looking through like external cameras on either the Ranger, the Lander, or the... Oh, fuck. What's the, what's the station's name? Endurance. Endurance. And I thought that was a really nice touch. It is. I mean, they're very good for transition cuts. Yeah. yeah. I liked the endurance. The endurance I liked was... design. That was nice. That was cool. Also, how is that for acceleration forces? Because it's very point on the edges of this ring. Like, how is that structurally? Fine. I mean, Probably yeah. okay. Because again, you're in space. You're not dealing. Yeah, you with don't a have to deal with surface resistance. tension. Or not oh, the endurance just. The endurance is a ring with a spike in the middle. Yeah, of the it, it, I just remember that's another thing that's like 2001 in space. Yes, it's like Ferris wheel. Yeah, so it's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But I mean, that's a pretty common. Let's watch that space next. design. I hate that. Movie. Do you know how fast something has to spin to spin to simulate one g of gravity? Depends on how big it is. No, I, I don't. I don't know. If yeah, because that okay. that depends on the length or the diameter. You can just calculate that. It just yeah. you have to have enough where the centripetal force is equal to the gravity right. on Earth. God, science just. Also, it was interesting. Ugh. I love. How many Murph had a necklace. Like one and a half. That was like the only jewelry you ever saw that wasn't a wedding ring. Was Murph, Murph wearing a lot a of necklace. wedding rings? Well, that it was probably one. because they have to melt down most of their metal to be like computer parts. I know it was just combines. interesting that it was just Murph. I mean, no other character. 
Yeah. I imagine Tom's wife, everything she in this movie to, is rationed. She seems to be yeah. the most sentimental of all characters yeah, we see. Exactly. But again, I'm just bringing up things that yeah. go along with that. I really like the detail they had of like the servos inside the cabs of like the, the farm machines that just like make it move. When they break down, he's looking in it and the things are still moving around. Oh. I'm like, oh man. Uh, that could totally that be a real clean. thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's too clean though. But that's a different point. Yeah. Mm. What, yeah. what about dust lung? What the hell is that? Dust lung? I made it's that just up, pneumonia, but you've got yeah. dust in your lung, basically. So Instead is, of fluid, that, it's dust. Why did that kill Jesse? Was it because he was a baby? Because he was a baby. So, do you know how bad pneumonia is for you? Ne- like pneumonia or ammonia? The problem with pneumonia. My dad had pneumonia about two years ago. Okay, yeah. so it's bad for you. Like, really bad. Because your lungs are not functioning well at all. Isn't it the, like the worst or, Isn't, like, the worst part of it is it that is. once you have it once, you're, like, the odds of you getting it again increase. increase. Yes. So my dad had 60% filled lungs at one yeah. point. Holy shit. Exactly. This is really bad. And especially with, like, dust because it doesn't come out. So you're just forming more mucus around it and more mucus... And you're dying. You're killing yourself. It's like how an oyster like, puts mucus around sand in it, and that makes a pearl. Yeah, but your lungs. Except are for you're pearls. dying. What if? What if? But you, they don't leave. What if you opened up Jesse and he had lung pearls? That would be cool. Kill them all. I've got something. Okay. So it. going back to our previous discussion of science is all well and good, but to really drive it, you have to have faith and hope mm-hmm. and all that jazz. Got it. Is that further? that point further ha- hammered home by the fact that if you look at the two big physicists in the movie, you got Murph and you've got... Dr. Brand. Dr. Brand. Old, old, old Brand. Old, old Brand. Brand. Um, old Brand, he, just, he couldn't see it. Like, he solved the problem, he but knew, that's not... He knew that it was a problem, but he didn't have the foresight to try to fix that mm-hmm. problem. He just Yeah, he just kind of gave up be... and pretended. He gave like, up, He's like, hey, right? just, guys, don't worry, I'll get it. Like, he didn't I've see, reached, he couldn't see. I've reached the logical conclusion of this data. Right. In a way, I really like his character. He's, there was that scene they had where she was like, did you consider this? And you can see it. Like, yeah, you know. Oh, I was like, fuck. But you don't realize it Time then. to die, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what his face said. I just feel like he was really well done as a character. Because you understand him. You know his motives. And you realize that he thought he was doing the right thing. Yes. And you can't hate him for it. He's noble, but he chose the wrong path. Yeah. He manipulates faith. He's He does manipulate faith. That's a yeah. good... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, God. Mm-hmm. Although, oh up. yeah. I actually wrote God versus Scientology at one point. What? Yeah. Uh, Where the heck did that, Scientology that, come that from? Because higher nowhere. beings. And so, they control and religion? shit. religion? E.T. Shut up. I don't know. Right. I got more of an experiment vibe from it than a... Presence of, I, I'm not I sure know. if I want to talk about Scientology. I, I really don't want to go there's into There's aliens it. involved in this at some point. <laughs> I don't think there are any aliens. That, no, yeah, it's, all, it's all them. It's, that it's, was it's actually something that I... Race of I'm sure there's a Mexican in this movie somewhere. unhappy about this. That it should have been called Gravity? No. And Sandra Bullock's movie beat no one to the gonna, punch? No, one gonna, no one's gonna touch that. Okay, fine. No. Fine. Continue with your thing, Brian. Okay. Let's just an, ignore the stupid shit Caesar says. Look, okay. someone will hear it eventually. Not, like, I didn't say it quietly. He has I power just, over it. I was really disappointed that they didn't have any other life anywhere. And I mean, I understand that life is really rare. They also weren't in the places very long. Like, they went to Death Ice Man Planet. Yeah. For a... Miller's Some... planet had organics. They just couldn't find it because there was a mountain wave. What was I saying? Shit. Oh, just that about... there was no aliens. Because, I mean, the thoughts that humans developed to the point where they can 
manipulate time and space freely, and there's still no other life is... Well, we don't know there isn't, actually. They might have We only went to three planets. There was. We're not talking about that, though. In the solar system of the galaxy of the universe. You're talking about three planets. It's like you've got all the planets, and then you narrow it down to Earth. Things Happily. that we could possibly live on. Which and then you are the ones that are most likely 12. everything else is going to live on. How do you figure? Do you, do you, know, if do you know if Interstellar won any awards? Interstellar, Probably. I will look that up. Oh, fuck my fucking anyway. arms! Um, it won... <laughs> Interstellar won Best Visual Effects, Best Original Score, Best Production sure. Design, yeah, be I can see that. Best yeah. Sound Mixing, uh, yeah. I don't right, know anything I'll give it to about for that. theaters. And Best Sound the Editing. Yeah, the sound, sound is, editing for sure. Sound is very good if you watch it in the theater because yeah. it's designed yeah. for that. Not home theaters that have not all the speakers it's not a good spot. yeah a speaker on a TV. You need, not good because like a lot of those engine noises are designed to be behind you, so it sounds like yeah. you're in the ship. Yeah, rather yeah. than all of the noise being blasted from the same spot with which was speakers. Because there were some times where you just had like complete yeah, dialogue sound com waves. Dialogues competing with the sound of space was really hard. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Caesar, do you have any thoughts to add here? I don't like the color beige. How is that a relevant thought? You asked me my thoughts to add. Oh, okay. <laughs> More fun facts. Kip, the robot, is named after um, Kip something who is a uh, astrophysicist who helped research this movie, and yeah. he is uh, he helped design the gargantua in the wormhole and he's using that technology as a new model for black holes yep okay the worm that's pretty sphere cool. was really cool yeah yeah i had a question about that actually as well which part because they entered it sort of sideways i don't know if i'm misunderstanding the way this works but wouldn't that push them out like not you wouldn't go you wouldn't like Okay. Like, if you go directly into no, a worm no, sphere, no. and if you go in at an angle, will you end up in different you places? You can't okay. go perpendicular to it, because it's a sphere, and it's rotating, so, so you would just, like... So if you, you enter get... perpendicular, the sphere's gonna rotate around you. Your ship okay, is literally... Okay, that was what I was wondering. Because I was like, because part yeah, of you is in this match, worm sphere that that's yeah. back yeah. somewhere else. It's the same way as, like, if the landing craft tried to dock just straight up with the right. endurance, it would have spun itself I have a metaphor. Apart. How do you get on the spin fuck? <laughs> you, have to, you have to run with it and then jump on when you're at speed. You can't just run at it. Yeah. You can do that, but you're <laughs> probably going to get fucked oh, up. Oh, fuck. Just thinking about the spin fuck makes me dizzy. It was oh, just weird because it's like, oh, this thing transcends space and time, so you can't really ever be in the same. A spin fuck is a merry-go-round. Sort of. Eh, it's not really. It's like at parks. What are those called? I don't know what they're called. I don't actually know what they're actually called. You just push it in a circle and it spins and you can get in oh, it. Oh, a helter-skelter. That's a murder spree. No, that's Charles Manson's Beatles song because he wasn't accepted into the Beach Boys. I'm true. Look it up on Wikipedia. You're true. Thanks, viewers. Goes, don't look at when it was edited. Who was it edited by? That's right. If she sucks. Shut up. <laughs> I'm torn because I like the way they did cryogenic pods, even though I'm not certain that there's any way they would work. There's nothing cryo about it. Yeah, there's there's no way they can have. But they called it cryo sleep, didn't they? Oh no, they called it hibernation. You're right. Yeah, it's amniotic fluid. Probably artificial, but maybe they pumped it out of pregnant women. But it's also interesting, like, That'd how much they'd have to go through just, just to have 2,000 eggs. Yeah, that's I don't, Holy shit, I can't that, even that's another implication. 
There's probably where they get the eggs. There's probably like a subjugated like female class in this. They probably city. just paid people for. Yeah, eggs. I mean, I would assume that would be what they did. Because five thousand eggs. I mean, because what are the women in this movie? There's Murph, and there's, there's Brand. Yeah. There's Murph and there's Brand. That's it. And there's Tom's wife. Uh, yeah. Jo- but what does Jody? she do? She has Lo- two kids. Lois. She Lois. is subservient to Tom. She yeah. has two kids and then runs away, or was going to run away. There are no dying. other women in this movie. Except the maybe teacher? The, t- the, teacher. the teacher and the testimonials. That's it. Yeah. But also the people in the stands at the baseball game. Yeah, but the, these are all the sightiest of the side. The nurse characters. that laughs yeah, at Cooper. Yeah. That's a good point. That's true. But that's in the future. That is in the future. You're asking about women in the movie. So yeah, women, literally naming women on Earth where everyone's rationed and That it's is communist. an interesting point Matt that Damon. there are a lot less women than men. Mm-hmm. Because, I, I mean, how many female workers were there working on building that station, too? I well, mean, how many did you actually notice? Yeah, well, I mean, I was just thinking about when she was throwing the papers for Eureka. You I don't think men, I saw a single you one. You saw, like, men welding shit, and that yeah. was it. It's not like... They could have been... I mean, they were covered. They're well... They're, they're wearing masks like, and they're wearing... It could have been women. There are some cases where it's pretty obvious if it's a female. I don't know. Look at Bruce. Jenner? Yeah. Yeah. How do you I feel was thinking now? Willis at first, but I was like, Yeah, look at Bruce that. Willis. He has tits now. He stole them from Demi Moore. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Sorry, Bruce. He just, He's not going to listen to he this just, shit. Yeah, he just picked up Angelina Jolie's old breasts and just sewed them on. Well, those God, are in the yeah. garbage. Yeah. Well, no, not exactly. They got sold at auction. Really? Probably not. Why did I believe that for a yeah, second? Why did you believe me now? <laughs> of all times, of all things I've ever said, you believe what this is that? has gone off the rails really far. It's because we're out of shit to talk about. So let's have some ending thoughts. Okay. It this, was good. This movie we, should was we, good. Yeah. Let's start with someone. Yes. Go Follow your dreams. If you love something, that means it's true. Also, I like. In a way that hopefully this movie will inspire a lot of people to pursue space. Mm-hmm. In the I future. have some Neil deGrasse Tyson YouTube videos to show you. That is okay with me. Uh, there are also some PBS FaceTime articles you should look at. That is fine with oh. me. As well. Video articles. But yeah, lots of articles. I like this movie. There was a lot of little nice touches that they did, and it was a pretty solid plot. It. I. I think this movie was great. There are a lot of things that Christopher Nolan does which I like. Which makes them very palatable movies. I think I would have liked this movie better if it was by Peter Jackson. But a lot of things that um, just get convoluted for not a lot of reasons. And this is something Nolan does a lot. Like Inception, Dark Knight Rises, and all those. Um, But overall, it was good. I would give this a uh, black hole out of ten. A gargantuan black hole. That means it's good because it's bigger. Okay. And it's gentle. Mm-hmm. It's uh, gentle on the calves. I so. like this movie a lot. My only complaint about it would probably be the sound, and that's been well established that it's... It's yeah. just that we watched it on um, TV, not on the IMAX. I'm pretty hard of hearing as it is, so trying to decipher some dialogue in that was a bit rough. Uh, still really, really like the movie. The two-hour, 50-minute... Uh, it didn't even feel like any time at all. I mean, well, as The Shining felt like several years of my yeah, life. I agree. <laughs> like, look, it dilated. I, as much as it didn't feel like it was three hours long, I'm wondering if that could be a barrier of entry to the movie. Definitely. Well, it, um, it obviously is. So, One of our friends didn't watch it partially because of that. Who's that? Alex. Oh, oh, that's a good like point. Space movie. Yeah, it, it was like the combo of the two. It was also three hours. Yeah, right? like, it's too much. 
But yeah, I I really 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 liked it. Oh shit! Oh, eight Coopers out of ten. We also mm-hmm. we never discussed what Murphy's Law was about. Oh, anything that anything's possible. Yeah, yes, it, no. It's, Go chase your dreams. Free will. Oh yeah, chase your dreams, kids. She's a Stay in school. She is. It's like everyone's a potential, but also determinism. Well, I mean, I was another she's thing. She's destined. With... She's destined to be the one who saves humanity. Yeah. Yeah. That was another thing about Dr. Friend. It was interesting because she talked about evil being an only human thing, but love transcends time and space. And it's weird that she's talking about things like that. Well, it's because that's part of the thing. We're we're doing an outro, but we're not in here. So humanity's special to these people. Okay? So only humans can be good and only humans can be evil. Nature is just neutral. It's Survival. And that's what man was trying to do. Just survival. Yeah. Just nature. He was trying to be a tiger, or a what was there? Lion. Like a, she a used lion attacking a gazelle or whatever. Because yeah. mm-hmm. the lion's not evil for attacking the gazelle. Oh, okay. I remember he's trying to do that. that. <laughs> but he's like, I'm doing it because I'm a coward and I don't want to die. Yeah. Whereas the lion's doing it because it that's his only eat. choice. Okay. If I don't kill this thing, I starve to death. Yeah, there was nothing evil in this movie. Like, it, no one did anything. It's evil because the humanity, he doesn't have any humanity. He didn't use his ability as a human he was to just interact with other instincts. humans. Yeah. He was trying to be something that he was idolizing in his brain as instinct. And he thought empathy was like the downfall of humanity. It's weird because like a lot of th- you would think if you that was described, you get you get to that point if your humanity is destroyed by like the isolation and mm-hmm. like traumatic events. It was almost like he thought his way into that state. Yeah, yeah which he, was he'd very obviously different. planned this the entire time. Yes. If somebody yeah. comes, I'm going to do this to them. I mean, he's... Instead yeah. of being like, I'm going to join your team and then finish this mission, I'm going to kill you and then and I'm going to think I can watch you die suffocating in this way, but then that I can't. Yeah. It was another point for me where I was like, you're just a coward. I thought I could watch you die. I feel really stupid about trying to like... Defend him? Defend him earlier. That's okay. That's bad. You okay. didn't think that Wally was the same as up. <laughs> Chewbox is the like only one without sins. I am <laughs> the job. greatest. You will, will sin eventually. Ah, uh, no. I will sin in our next movie. Arsenic. Lucky number 11. <laughs> I inhaled my blood. Throw it out to future Anyways, Caesar. Since we skipped go. that out. Yeah, so. You know, I give it an A minus. It's I, not the best movie I've ever seen, but it's definitely. Definitely I enjoyed a solid it a, lot. a for me. Yes. I give that probably in my top 12 movies I've ever watched. That is. Since last year. Cool. Hmm. Arbitrary as fuck. Also, very relieved to see that Carhartt and Firestone made it into the future. Good for them. Are those beer brands? Nope. No. Shit, I have been wrong every time. (laughs) (laughs) Jackets, Firestone is tires. (laughs) Holy shit, I suck. I'm pretty sure we could have evinced the beer brands they were drinking too, but I didn't want to I didn't want to pause it to look at the label. Anyway, so this is We Cinema Bears. We'll join you uh, next year. Uh, or whenever. Well, time will dilate, and we'll you, figure that out later. Yeah. yeah. Punch a hole through a piece of paper. Yeah, it's going to dilate really wide, and then we're going to go into contractions. Hey, you made it. Uh, thanks for listening. That one was a fun movie to watch. We missed a lot of stuff, but like honestly, you should just watch it for yourself. It's a good movie. And I think our enthusiasm really, really sold it for you right there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a long movie, but it's totally worth your time. I mean, I cut out at least ten minutes of Brian just shouting at us against 
our will about carbon and evolutionary biology. But if you want to hear about that kind of stuff, we can do that. We like science. And if you want to hear us talk about that kind of stuff, we can go into detail. And I can even talk about Fermi's paradox if you want. I hate Fermi's paradox. But, I don't know. Other than that, the next movie we're watching is uh, my favorite. Mad Max Fury Road. So, uh, thanks again for listening, and uh, see you next time. Later.